Hi, Alex. Hi there, Steve. How are you today? Good. I'm back from Japan. Yes. Two weeks there. Great trip.、Mm-hmm. Met some of our nice linkers in Osaka,、uh-huh. in Nagoya, and in Tokyo. Yeah, there were quite a few link meetups in Japan. Well,、hey? yeah, there were three, and it was, it was great.、Mm-hmm. Um, the one in Osaka was very interesting, and、uh, Hirohide. Yes. Came all the way from Kyushu. That's three hours on the bullet train <laughs> to join us.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, now Hirohide has asked us if we would do a podcast about proverbs that might help motivate us for language learning.、Mm-hmm. Have you any ideas about what those proverbs might be? Well, on our own, we did not. So I think what we're planning on doing is we have a, a big long list of English proverbs. And we're going to go down and pick out some of them and see whether or not they're applicable and what we can、uh, do with them. All、so. right, let's, let me grab one here.、We'll, the list is in front of us and we'll、mm-hmm. take turns grabbing them.、Sure. Here's one A little learning is a dangerous thing.、Mm. Now, that's kind of interesting because it is true that if you can only say a few things in the language,、uh, mm. but you can say them fairly fluently,、mm-hmm. people might have the impression that you speak it well. Right. So you could get yourself into trouble. Mm-hmm. But, but really, how much trouble? In a way, I never worry about making mistakes when I'm speaking.、Mm-hmm. Although, as you know, I, I do prefer to invest a lot of time and effort in, in input so that I understand what people say back to me.、Right. If I say hello <laughs> and they come back, blah, 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 blah. yeah, I can, I can handle it. So that's one. I, I don't think it applies really, though, to language learning.、Mm-hmm. A little learning is a dangerous thing.、Mm-hmm. What, ta- what catches your fancy here on this list? Um, there's so many to choose from. Let's see. Okay. Here's one A rolling stone gathers no moss. And、there's、this is actually a, a pretty common proverb. Right.、Um, and I think this one can be applicable in the sense of moss grows on things that are sitting still, inactive. Right. And so, it, in my mind, it. it Promotes the idea of being active in your language learning. Because you don't want to have moss grow on you. Exactly. And it's、right. one of those things where、uh, the philosophy of doing a little bit each day、mm-hmm. so that you're constantly moving and you'll actually make more progress and, and have the language more fresh in your mind.、Mm-hmm. All right, here's one Absence makes the heart grow fonder.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that applies to language learning <laughs> <laughs> because. Uh, if you leave the language for too long,、mm-hmm. you sort of lose your routine and those good habits that you have developed. And I always stress in language learning that it's important to be consistent, to、yeah. stay with it, to do it every day or almost every day. So, absence makes the heart grow fonder if you are already in love with someone、mm-hmm. or with the language. And I guess in that sense, I miss. The fact that I don't have time to spend on, say, Chinese <laughs> because I'm busy learning Russian. Right.、Uh, but no, absence makes the heart grow fonder. No, doesn't apply. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you choose one.、Um, okay, here's one that says accidents will happen.、And、I think this one makes a lot of sense,、mm-hmm. especially in language learning, where,、uh, especially at the beginning of your journey in this language, you're going to make mistakes and, and、um, you know, say stuff incorrectly, write incorrectly, make spelling grammatical errors, and Pick the wrong word and all sorts of things, but that's just the way that it is, you know. And if you、yeah. accept that and, and are okay with making mistakes,、um, you'll be fine. Okay, here's one As you sow, so shall you reap.、Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely the case in language learning. Yes.、Uh, if you put the effort in, if you listen daily, read daily, 
find opportunities to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, or in the case of, of Link, if you put the effort into creating links, you're in effect sowing seeds mm-hmm. because those links will then show up highlighted in the, uh, you know, the text that you read later on in the system. They generate the statistics so, so that yeah. that investment uh, in sowing, mm-hmm. sowing the seeds, uh, enables you to reap the right, language right. later on. So I, I think that applies. Yeah. Here's an interesting one too. An army marches on its stomach. And I think explaining this proverb, it means that, you know, they march with a hunger. The hunger is what drives them. And I think with language learning, it has you have to be passionate about it. And it, it's your passion that has to drive you to continue to pursue that language and learn more about it and, and, and grow in your knowledge of it. And unless you're driven by a passion... I think success is a difficult thing, especially in language learning. Right. Now, mind you, my interpretation of this is that mm. you have to feed the army or it won't march. Ah. So, uh, but uh, I agree with you about the passion. Definitely yeah. agree with you about the passion. Here's one. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Definitely applies to language learning. I hear people say, you know, I don't like this language. <laughs> I think such and such a language, uh, you know, it doesn't sound nice or yeah. whatever. And different people have different reasons for studying different languages. And once you start in a language, even if you are sort of lukewarm about the language, and Mm -hmm. I've had this experience before, the more you get engaged with the language, Korean is a good example. I mean, Korea is not the biggest country in the world, Mm -hmm. and it's it's certainly not the best known culture in the world. Mm But the more I get into Korean, the more the more I I, I can't let go mm-hmm. because it starts to grab grab you. So so to uh, someone who's not involved with Korean, Korean may seem an insignificant language, maybe not a particularly beautiful language. <laughs> but a, a, as you get engaged with it, yeah, uh, then uh, you get turned on, and so beauty is in the eye or the ear mm-hmm. of the beholder <laughs> or the listener. Well put. So here's another which says, "Better late than never." And I think this is really important. And it's the idea of um, you can learn a language whenever. Like you don't have to be seven years old or four years old or 14 or anything like that. You know, you as an example, Steve, are now you're 65 and you're continuing right. and on. And not getting as, any younger. Exactly. <laughs> but continuing on just as you were before. Oh, yeah. But I think, you know, as an encouragement to people who may be in their adulthood, midlife or, or even older, that it's better to learn a language late than to never learn it at all. And and I, I say that I'm a better language learner now than when I was 16 or 17 mm-hmm. years now old. And that's, of course, because I have have had all this experience in learning languages. So right. I have a I have more confidence. I have a better sense of how to go about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't sense that uh, I don't have the feeling that my brain cells are starting to atrophy <laughs> yet. Right. Other people may think so. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Here's one. Uh, yours was better late than never. Mm-hmm. There's another one here, better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. That does not apply to language learning. I agree. Go for it. Get it wrong. You have to get it wrong in order to improve. It's it's when we come up against situations where we didn't understand or we had trouble expressing ourselves or we know we made a mistake. So often we know we made a mistake mm-hmm. or we're pretty sure we did. Yeah. And all of that, therefore, we're not worried about being safe. Mm-hmm. But it it makes us aware, and it makes us notice, and it makes us want to go back to our language and learn more. So I I think you've always got to be willing to throw your language, whatever state it's in, you know, into the opportunity, Mm -hmm. and nothing very bad can happen to you. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so going down the list again, one here is carpe diem, which okay. is Latin, right? Uh, which means seize the day. Yep. And I think this one is great because it, it kind of it gets you off your feet. It right. gets you active and doing stuff. And it yep. says, you know, don't sit around and and just you know try and kind of put it off until later, but do it now. You yep. know, listen to that or, or speak to that person or, or take that opportunity and learn. And, you know, apply this to language learning. I mean, to life itself, but yeah. to language learning as well, where you're not passive in the sense of you don't do anything. Right. But you're actively listening. You're actively reading, actively speaking and writing. Yep. Okay. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Don't change horses in midstream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, and And the relevance to language learning is that I think that to learn a language, to, to achieve significant progress in a language... You have to focus on it for a while. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in starting Spanish, doing it for three weeks, and then switching over to you know German mm-hmm. and so forth. I, I think it does take a fair amount of concentration. I've said people often ask me, "Do you recommend studying more than one language at a time?" And I say, "Well, yeah, but and and I guess people are made differently. Yeah. But in my own case, I always feel I have to have like a maximum two and a, a, a major focus on one at a time. Mm-hmm. So I might go 80% now on Korean and still 20% in Russian. Mm-hmm. But so, but certainly if you go one month here, one month there, one month somewhere else, you won't achieve very much. It mm-hmm. does take a lot of dedication and commitment. So don't change horses in midstream. Yeah, interesting. Actually, just another story that that was been has been my experience as well with uh, Chinese. And now I've focused more on Korean as I'm headed to Korea in uh, April this year. But um, it's totally true. And I tried to do 50-50 between them, and I found it really difficult to focus on one and to actually grow. Mm -hmm. And it felt like a lot of just upkeep rather than progression. Right. So let's see. It's your turn now. Yes. Um, Don't rock the boat. Okay. Try that one. And I think this kind of applies with... with, uh, what you said earlier, Steve, about better safe than sorry, I think it's the opposite of this, where you kind of do have to stir things up and you do have to um, step out on a limb and take chances and, and be willing to risk maybe, you know, the proverbial sinking um, as you're, you know, continuing to learn this language and, and grow in it. Yeah. Now, just to provide some balance, I'm going to take another one here that says empty vessels make the most noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, I, and where it might have some relevance is while we encourage people to talk, uh, and that's been our experience too, that you've got to just not worry about it and yeah. talk, mm-hmm. but you also have to put the effort into improving. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, well, I'm, you know, I can say hello and, and I want a cup of coffee and, and say that. How often are you going to say that? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's important. Unless you want to give the impression and get the reputation of being someone who just says a lot but has nothing of any consequence to say, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we don't want to be, yeah. then you you do have to invest in a lot of this sort of input-based activity so that your vocabulary and even your familiarity with the culture and all of these things grow. So that when you are in a situation where you're interacting with natives, mm-hmm. that, that they actually consider you to be worthwhile right. talking to, yeah. not just an empty vessel <laughs> making a lot of noise. Yeah, and that's a, a practical tip as well, because there's a lot of international students here in Vancouver, and a lot of the time locals here will not want to speak to them because it's, it's this, you know, 
this concept of I'm trying to improve my English, which is why I'm talking to you. And we can see right through that. You know, right. It's not valuable conversation, but it's, you know, how much time can I get to speak with a native speaker? Um, yeah, I mean, that's a very important point. Um, I mean, peop- language is for communication. Mm-hmm. So if I'm genuinely interested in you as a person, mm-hmm. then and then I want to communicate with you, then you might become interested in me as a person, and right. then we have meaningful communication. Right. But if I just walk up to you and say, uh, can I practice my uh, <laughs> whatever, Russian on you, yeah. uh, that person may say, well, actually, you know what? I've got other things to do. Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's an important point. Um, so let's see. So there was one up there. It says every little helps. I think every little bit helps. Yeah, is, right. Is, is yeah. Might be more appropriate. Yeah. Um, form of that. Mm-hmm. But it's totally true that you know, putting in five minutes before you leave for work, you know, to read that little article, or you know, on the bus you listen for fifteen minutes. Like every little bit really does help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Every little bit. Five <laughs> minutes. Three minutes. Ten minutes. It all adds up. Yeah. Uh, and of course, nowadays with uh, with your iPod and with the internet, mm-hmm. or but even just carrying a little book around, like mm-hmm. that, every f- you know so called dead minute yeah. can be utilized. Right. Uh, now let's see. Oh, here's one. Familiarity breeds contempt, mm. and the idea there is that uh, if you're too familiar, I think one of the references there is to the the idea of danger. Mm-hmm. Like if you're so familiar with a certain situation, you may become. Careless, mm-hmm. so you are a little bit contemptful, contemptuous rather, mm-hmm. of the dangers that that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, where, uh, with language learning, it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. You want to build up familiarity, yeah. And that familiarity with the language, it's it's just a gradual process of constant exposure. And mm-hmm. I always encourage people, like when you are reading or listening and maybe you're not focusing 100% and, and maybe you don't understand it all, it's all contributing. Mm-hmm. It's all making the language more and more familiar to you. Mm-hmm. And the more familiar you are, mm-hmm. the more you take it easy. Yeah. So I'm not saying you have contempt for the language, but you have contempt for the difficulties of the language yeah. because you're so familiar with it. Right. Another spin on this proverb is, um, well, the way that I, I would interpret it is, with family members say you're so familiar with them that you start to instead focus on the negatives you know things that bother you about them rather than you know the fact that they're good at this or you know they do that well or they're you know gifted in this area but i think with language learning it's it's you know as you say the more time you spend with it really the more interested in it you become Mm -hmm. the more you know enveloped and enraptured by it yep okay um so we're already a little yep. bit in, so we might do one, one or two one. more. Oh, we'll do one we'll do more one each. More. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you you grab one, and then I'll grab one. Sure. Uh, okay, here's one that says, first impressions are the most lasting." Um, now, I would say with this one, it it actually does make a big difference with language learning because, for instance, if you if the first time you experience a language, say we'll take Spanish for instance, the first time you experience it is. You know, there's some Spanish guy and he's running after you screaming in Spanish and, you know, angry at you and you did something wrong, but it's not a pleasant experience, then you probably won't be as motivated to learn Spanish. But at the same time, if you're sitting at a cafe and you see a nice Spanish senorita or or something, (laughs) you know, maybe that will motivate you more because it's a more pleasure Right, a pleasurable experience. Right, a person and or music mm-hmm. and or uh, different aspects of the culture. I mean, we know people who are motivated to learn Japanese because of various aspects of Japanese pop culture right. 
so there's all kinds of, of, of ways that that first impression can be what drives you to learn the language. Mm-hmm. Let's end on this one here. Sure. Genius is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Mm-hmm. And it always annoys me when people say, well, Steve, yeah, you've learned a bunch of languages <laughs> because you've got this ability, but I don't. Yeah. Very, and I I know that you work hard on your Korean. Mm -hmm. I work very hard Mm -hmm. in learning my languages. Very hard. Not hard in the sense that that I don't like doing it. Mm -hmm. I do. It's very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's important that you enjoy. But I put in a lot of time. And if people would put in the time, Mm -hmm. and if they have the attitude, some of the attitudes that came through our proverbs of being (laughs) positive and interested, but Mm -hmm. if they put in the time, the Mm -hmm. effort, the perspiration, Uh, they'll be geniuses. Yeah. So this, I think we can end on that. Genius is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. It was nice talking to you. Hirohide, Steve. have we uh, covered the ground for you? I look forward to getting <laughs> feedback. Please give us feedback. Yeah, we look forward to it. And any other recommendations or requests that you guys have, please uh, send them to us, and we'd be glad to make a podcast about them. Okay. Bye and for now. Bye-bye.